Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Secret Dump. Natasha. Yes. How do you do? I do good. You know, you did good. We just had uh, last week was Yom Kippur, the holiest day in the Jewish calendar. And... Natasha, um, at, in support of me fasting, I think you fasted f- for 20 minutes. No, no. I I completely, in solidarity, first first of all, for your last meal, I made sure it was like all cooked at the right time. That was very sweet. And then, then, then I kind of was in solidarity with you. I didn't drink any wine. I didn't, I, I had water. And then the next day- You tried day, to seduce me. And then I said, I can't do that tonight. That's right. And then the next day- um, I fasted with you, fast with you, fast with you, fast with you. And then I went out to get a cheeseburger with my daughter. And then I came back and I fasted with you, fasted with you, fasted with you. Fasted she with called you. me from In-N-Out Burger while I was in the middle of it. The point is she called me from an In-N-Out Burger while I was they fasting. They started repeating I heard, I heard, the order and I hung up on you. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, where are you guys? And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, oh, I was getting our kid some In-N-Out Burger. I go... And then I hear my kid going, I love the milkshake. And she goes, Mommy, do you want more? And I'm like, did you have milkshake? And she's like, yeah. I go, did you eat some cheeseburgers? She goes, I had a bite or two. But you know what? It's my cross to bear. No pun intended. I don't expect you to fast. No, I was just trying to make it easy for you, making you think. Like I wasn't I wasn't going to eat a cheeseburger in front of you, but I feel like that's yeah. that's a good level for me to help you at. Yeah, yeah. You're good. You're good. You're good. You don't, you don't need to. Uh, you don't, you don't need to fast for me. Anyway, I got no protract. Speaking of food, I got no protracted um, 
negotiation with a food service delivery app today trying to get my money back so we tried to get they ghosted me we tried to get this chinese food and then it was going to take four hours to get delivered no it i did my order at this this is like a niche uber eats right it's like just for chinese food from the san gabriel valley i ordered it so it was like they're trying to go indie some things don't need to be indie some things let the big corporation take care of because i ordered my food at 5 30 and Two and a half hours later, they're like, we finally have an update for you. It will be there in, in two hours. <laughs> it's like, what? So we ended up eating corn dogs, frozen corn. Corn, corn, corn dogs. And tater tots. And pasta made with and- truff hot sauce. One of the sponsors, former sponsors of this That's show. That's all the food we had. That's all I could put together. Hey, that for truff my was banging though. It was fine. It was good. That that part was great, but the tater tots and corn dogs. Here's the reality of the how the truck kind of saved it. Here's the reality of how these food delivery apps really fuck you up. Oh, but I'm saying we ate this meal while you argued with. Yes, it the was not a good app. meal. It was not a good meal. It was just me texting back and forth with somebody who would not commit to giving me my money back. But they kept doing these vague, these vague. Uh, phrases like the results will be in in three to five business days i'm like bitch what, what do you mean the results Moshe just kept saying i want my money back yeah, i want my, my money, money back just I want refund my money me back. refund me <laughs> then t- right before we start taping this podcast it's like 10 p.m the dude shows up i ordered at 5 30 it's like 10 p.m the dude shows up and it's just like here's your food and i'm like shit i shouldn't he didn't speak english so i did i, I want to be like no no no, don't give me the food i didn't want to take custody what did, what did your wife tell you just take it because he probably had a bad night now that was a good point the the driver himself was probably having a, a rough night having to deliver i think what happened is they're trying to go indie and they're having this one dude deliver to everybody in los angeles basically which is why it's taken five fucking hours anyway i didn't want to take custody of the food because i know these motherfuckers at gonna hit me up and be like yo you took the food didn't you that's a 20 percent discount that's all you get well whatever all right well listen at least it's not green hummus with parsley (laughs) um listen if you haven't gotten your beach towel oh yeah there's still some summer left i think it's it's gonna be warm for like another couple months it's gonna be warm and getting warmer for another couple of centuries (laughs) get your endless honeymoon Beach towel. Yes. The, nothing pairs better with endless um, global warming than a beach towel because you'll be on the beach all the way until it's no longer safe to be out there. I love getting out on the beach on my beach towel. Well, if you want to go to the beach, take one of our beach towels and then get some of these boy shorts if you're a girl and slip them on because they're very cute. Natasha wears them around the house and they make her thing look just thang alicious. And get her, get the freaking merch, dude. Buy our merch, motherfuckers. You can go to EndlessHoneymoonPod.com slash shop and find all of the various sundry items we have for you. But what do we have for our listeners today that isn't merch? We got some secrets. We got some secrets. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. I have a secret. So I spent my first two years of college in LA. I'm from San Francisco, so moved down here. And when I was a freshman, as you can imagine, I was flat broke, selling my clothes, trying to just find cash. I worked at a retail store in Hollywood, which was horrible. And a friend of mine um, from high school had become a stripper in San Francisco and was telling me about all the money she makes. So I one day figured I'll give it a try. I was always super comfortable being naked. Um, I was being a little bit of a hoe in the dorm rooms anyway, so I thought might as well get paid to show men my body. 
Um, anywho, I worked there a month. Um, nobody knows this except my old dorm roommate. And I guess the biggest secret is I used to get my taxes done by my dad. And even though strippers don't aren't really on payroll, we got um, 1099s and they had all of our information. So they had to obviously file us for their taxes. And we also had to file whatever little money we claimed that we made. So um, my dad got the 1099 from this strange place. And he was curious as why I was getting a 1099 at all. And he looked up the name of the company, um, which is very clearly an adult entertainment mm. business. Um, and when he asked if it was mine or if it was a mistake, I lied and said I was helping a friend be a bartender only for a couple days and never went back because it was a strip club and I didn't know it was a strip club. And I just bartended there, um, giving creeps juice and et cetera. So nobody knows except my old roommate, um, and I think my dad might kind of know, but maybe he believes me. I don't know, but I haven't told anyone since. Um, no one, no one I dated, not even my best friends. So that's that's my secret. Her dad's like, you made sixty two thousand dollars in one dollar <laughs> bills as a bartender serving juice? one night. <laughs> I mean, I just don't think it's bad to be a stripper. No, this and is... I also feel like I would have done it too, but I just didn't end up doing it. It's actually kind of badass. You need to reclaim that memory as one of your. Oh, own. I want to know what happened. How'd she like it? Right. Right. But I understand wanting to keep it from your parents. Your parents, I get that. Hey, maybe get a new accountant. But <laughs> but you can tell your roommates and the people you're dating, nobody gives a shit. And if they do, I always think that's a good, it's good, especially if you don't even do it anymore. It's like, it's almost a good test. Like you tell a guy you're dating, oh, you know, I once stripped for a, a little while in college. And he's like, what? You're like, oh, thank God. I figured out you're just like an uptight loser. I'm out. All right. Shall we? Should we hear another one? Yeah. Hi, Natasha. Hi, Moshe. So my secret is that in high school, I worked at Subway, and whenever people would pay cash or just say, like, oh, keep the change, I would just void the whole order and keep all the money. And um, I would also get off kind of late at night, so... I would go to a party afterward and just bring everybody, like, cookies and, like, 10 sandwiches. And I don't feel bad about it because my boss was really mean. And that's what you get for being mean and having a 16-year-old work alone for 12 hours straight. All right. Thanks. Bye. I mean, it's not bad, right? To steal from Subway? But she, she gave back. She gave back to the community. Yeah. That's right. She robbed from the rich and gave to the poor. I kind of liked it. She's like cold cut combo for everyone. I mean, honestly, <laughs> the only part of this secret that's sketchy is that how obvious it must have been by looking at the books. She said every time someone paid cash, she just pocketed the money. They'd be like, why does Diane shift have 40% <laughs> less sales than everybody else's shift? And well, they're all credit card sales. Maybe no one was paying attention for a couple months. Yeah. You know what? If you're going to rob from somebody, rob from Subway. You know, why not? That's a good message. But my message really to you, Diane, don't don't steal. Be, be a good girl. All right. Let's hear another secret. Hi, Moshe. Hi, Natasha. Big, big fan. Um, so my secret 
is um, a little gross. Um, I'm. This sounds very paradoxical, but um, I am kind of a neat freak. Um, although I will lay in my bed and pick my nose and occasionally like pick off a scab um, instead of like. Sorry, my dog's whining. Instead of throwing it like on the floor, or, like somewhere in my bed or something like that, um, I will just let my dog eat it. Oh, um, she seems to like how they taste. She doesn't know what it is, um, and I don't have to worry about it being in my bed or on the floor, being and just collecting. Um, yeah, it's really gross, I know, but. No, no, no! Keep playing it. Do not turn this off. Have a lovely day. I wanted to hear that message, that departing message, before we let her go. I mean, Natasha, you have some thoughts? No, I just think, why do stuff like that? Well, I what the funniest part to me was that don't pick your scabs. Like, how old are you? The funniest part to me was that the 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 victim that she was implicating, like he spoke up. We heard the dog on the (laughs) secret. He's like, wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh. Why are you telling people this? Come on now. Come on, that's he's whining in the moment. He knew where she was going with this. Oh my god. Hey, whatever. She Everybody was cute. do do what you want. She was cute. You don't want those scabs on the floor. Don't put those scabs How on the floor. Sc- I mean, don't pick your scabs. Hey, what are you gonna do? Should we do one more or should we say goodnight? Okay, well let's you know what? Actually, Tosh. Yeah. I think one more. Okay. Hello. Um, so I have a secret and I haven't told anyone the secret. Um, it's kind of gross, but I can orgasm from touching inside of my belly button, uh, kind of like just kind of rubbing inside it. Um, I've never heard that anybody else can do this before, but it's really probably one of my preferred methods of orgasm just because I'm very, I don't know, I've been doing it for a while, but I, I do think maybe I might should see a doctor, but I'm worried that they will fix the problem and I won't be able to do this anymore. But anyway, that's my secret. And um, I've never heard that anybody else can do this. I've Googled it. I think this is just a me thing. I wonder if my belly button was tied wrong when I was born. I don't know. Again, but it's... It's great because I can have belly button orgasms and that is great for me. Wow. I mean, that's one of the craziest things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> well, first I could tell Mush was like, this isn't gross. This is this is cool. But then you kind of slowly. I didn't think it was gross. Not gross, but she said it was gross. So I was like, that's not gross. But then I could see where it's like odd. I mean, did she say it was gross? At the beginning, she did. Oh, interesting. I'm trying to... I'm, I got my finger very deep <laughs> in my belly button right now. Oh, but you were kind of turned on a little bit at first, right? I wasn't turned on. <laughs> I'm like more like a maze. This is like some Guinness Book of World Records shit. This is some like... This is some Kinsey scale shit. I mean, that is a sexual dynamo. You know what this means? Hmm. For a very small penis man out there, hmm. like a micro dick, if, if we could just arrange them to fall in love... He could fuck her belly button and just <laughs> finally satisfy a woman <laughs> through penetration. That's pretty cool. I mean, gosh, that's crazy. What does she do? She sticks her finger in it? Yeah. How? It's so far away from your genitals. 
Although I, I w- one thing I was thinking was sometimes when I do certain exercises, like I think I think it's abs exercises, I can feel it in my penis. So maybe there's some belly button ab genital. When you do your penis exercises, can you feel it in your belly? Uh, oh, you mean when I tie the weight to it late at night and to try to stimulate growth? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I don't. That's fucking crazy. Well, it's definitely Can you impressive. T- touch your belly button and like really push it. Do you feel any anything connected to your sex organs? A little bit. Like if you, yeah, I think so. Man, what a dynamo that woman is. You know what she should get is a little teeny tiny vibrator and put it in there and see what happens. She might have earth shattering belly button orgasms. <laughs> Like she's never experienced before. That's fucking crazy. That's the craziest shit I've ever heard. You like it? I mean, I don't know if I'd like it. I guess, you know what? If I was her lover, I'd probably give her a reach around, but to the belly button. Like if we were, if, you know, it would always be, but it would be kind of like bullying. Which and, finger would she use? I guess index or pinky. I don't know. What finger does she use? <laughs> God, a lot of questions. Call us back. Tell us more. If you've got a secret you'd like to leave with us, leave it on our hotline, 213-222-8608. Uh, give us an email. <laughs> Go ahead and give us an email over here at the internet of endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail.com. That is gmail.commercial uh, if you want to be on our podcast as a guest. Also, we're on Instagram individually and also Endless Honeymoon Pod. Yep. Find us on YouTube, apple.co slash Endless Honeymoon. Tosh. I gotta tell you something. When I heard you chewing on that, uh, slurping on that milkshake and eating that cheeseburger on Yom Kippur, you know what I thought? Hmm. I love her. Oh, I love you too.